We love to inspire and reward billions of business souls to gamify their life, to share products and services they care deeply about, so they experience the magical power of referral marketing. Welcome to the next episode of the Naxon Podcast. I'm Gail, and I'm here with CEO Ben Dixon and Tammy Rissav. And today we're going to talk about how to have a relevant direct selling company in 2023. As the world becomes increasingly digital, the landscape of direct selling has also been transformed. To have a relevant direct selling company in 2023, businesses have to adapt to the changing market uh, from the trends down to consumer behavior and technological advancements. So we're going to talk more about that today. Uh, how about uh, we kick it off with Tammy? Yeah, thank you so much, Gail. Um, you know, we were having this conversation just a little while ago. Sure. We talk about the differences from years ago to today. And something that's really important that is absolutely needed is data. You know, we talk about transactional into the leading indicators, into what is making and helping companies be successful, which is the predictive actions. But, you know, if I'm going to get deep into it, we're going to kind of do a little high overview. Imagine going into a company and as, you know, your position, you have this magic hat, people want you to be able to give you the data to help them do well, to help companies grow. And there is no magic hat. You know, how are we supposed to know what we're optimizing in the training, in promotions, and even in the shareable content? So in order to go deeper, we have to take from the transactional to leading indicators to what we call predictive actions. And that's allowing companies to actually have the data to make good decisions, to understand what companies are needing and to understand how to move to the next, uh, the next place in your business. And imagine feeling like you have that, that leader, that, that top leader sitting right next to you because you're given not just a magic hat, but you actually have the data to do that. I mean, Ben, you know this better than anyone. You're the one who schooled sure. me on a lot of this and from our technology. So please share your perspective. Yeah, you, you know, it, it is a misconception that we a lot of folks have. You know, if you were in a, a direct-to-consumer business, you know, you would be using, you know, if you that was outside of referral marketing, many times you'd be using advertising or pay-per-click marketing, and you'd have all kinds of data, not just on transactions like sales and subscriptions information, but you'd have the data on what's creating those. So the leading indicators, right? Is it people attending webinars or people going to this website or watching this video sales letter? And then how are people coming to that? Was it a paid ad or was it a was it what was it a placement ad advert? We'd have all of those inside of a normal direct-to-consumer flow. We get into referral marketing. And a lot of people throw that out the window. They think in referral marketing, well, you know, we don't have that information because we just have referral agents. And so we have this weird expectation. I love how you call it the magic hat. I know we've gotten to talk about that in our most recent study with a lot of clients. It's it's this and the magic hat story is it comes from that weird expectation that we we expect, you know, CEOs, CMOs, CSOs of direct selling companies say to put on this magic hat like Mickey Mouse, and they're somehow supposed to be able to look at sales and subscriptions and know they're supposed to just they're supposed to know all the um, most efficient and effective ways to 
optimize their 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 promotions and their shareable content and their their training inside of the ecosystem and there and we don't have information on leading indicators we don't know how many people are attending webinars how many people are going to the landing pages how many and what's actually getting them there we don't know the predictive things that are getting them there and so we have to fix that and that's a lot of the work that we've been doing um, inside of naxim is building predictive systems to track the text messages, to track the posts on social media, to track the webinar registrants so that we can make better decisions. I definitely see that as, as the first way people can be relevant today is actually is, is, is forgetting and is forgetting to and thinking that they have any sort of magic and just getting back to real data and the real science of just looking at the numbers and what they can do to make it better. It'll help make better decisions. Um, the, the second part I'm seeing, Tammy, today, and I think there's three good ones for today as we do this on the podcast. The second one is just doing good. I know we talk about brands all the time. You and I are always getting approached with different brands. And there's, there's, there's an expectation today that when you do business with somebody long term, that you're not just wanting an exchange of my money for your product or your service. But I'm also wanting to put my money. I have options, right? As a consumer, I want to put my option, my money in a place where that company is doing good. So whether I'm passionate about uh, pets and animal safety with this cruelty-free beauty cream, or whether I'm passionate about, um, say, uh, you know, assisting uh, retired veterans, and that this company gives money to the Wounded Warrior Project, like you, you, you want to be public today with like how you do good inside of space. Mm -hmm. And we could go back over a decade ago to brands like Tom Shoes and went viral just off of a do-good strategy, right? Buy a pair of Toms and they give a pair of Toms away to some kid in poverty who need, needs shoes, you know, and women all over the world. And then said, mm -hmm. I'll buy some Toms, right? Just because of that. And it hasn't gone out of style. I love this, this topic of the podcast. Like being relevant today and doing good are still top of mind game. It's yeah. it's still something you have to be thinking about. Tammy, what before we move to the third one, what have been some of your favorite ways you've seen companies live out like doing good today? Just for anyone who's listening. Yeah. I mean one of the companies, there's a company, a skin company that I really like. And they're all about eco-friendly. They're all about giving back. They're all about helping um helping people with, when you buy a product, they give a product, right? Similar to what Tom's did. And to be able to provide that type of service, to be able to make you you feel better, be able to donate, because a lot of the things they do also isn't only eco-friendly, but they take their donate, whatever products were bought and they take that amount. Cause not, you know, if we're thinking about it, you're not going to see somebody in a poverty stricken area worrying about their skincare as much. Right. So what they do is they sure. take that and they translate that into food. They translate that into services. Mm -hmm. They translate that into different, um, different uh, charities for that specific company. And when I see that, it makes me want to buy. It makes me want to mm -hmm. stay with them because knowing that it's not just, Hey, we're, they're making money. They're, you know, becoming very profitable, but they're actually caring. They're caring about people and they know maybe they can't service them this way, but how can we bring some happiness into their life? How can we put food on their table? How can we give them things that help their families? So when I see companies like that, that lights me up. And there's now a number of companies doing it because they realize that this is more just than just a service of products. It's a service of humanity. It's a service of giving back. It's a service of kindness. And 
it's nice because in the different climates that we've experienced over the last few years, having kindness, having that, that wanting to actually give back in a way that's so impactful and powerful, that's really how companies are going to grow, you know, as far as their fan base. And when they have that, yeah. and then, and then they have the right tools on top of it, they are yeah. limited. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's all that loyalty you get from doing good. You know, you look at, if I can go to company A or company B and get my product or service, but company B has a cause that I'm passionate about, mm -hmm. you're going to stay with company B long term. Absolutely. It doesn't cost you anything extra as a consumer and you're going to do that. You know, and the, the, the last note for the podcast that I, I would share is if, if you get, if you move through thinking through your data properly so you can make better decisions and, and stop assuming, right? Because assuming is expensive um, and, you, and you have a core path to do good. The last one would be to always, always, always have a customer rewards program. You know, for years, referral marketing companies, it was kind of like a, a, a novelty thing to have a customer rewards program. It might be one out of 10 clients that came through our world here at Naxum who would say, oh yeah, we're going to have not just our comp plan for our distributors or our referral partners, but we're also going to have, you know, a customer rewards program for retail customers. And where it used to be one out of 10 would have that, today we're seeing like 10 out of 10, right? Companies having customer rewards programs inside of the space. So this is, this is a big deal. And if you're in the space and you're not running a customer rewards program, whether that be, you know, points that they earn when they subscribe that they can redeem for additional product or whether that be special pricing they get after being subscribed for X number of months or whether that be uh, referring a friend and getting a gift card or referring a number of friends and getting free service monthly, whatever that is in your world, it's important, not just for increasing loyalty, but it also is a sign. So if you have a referral marketing company, you are always looking for like, hey, who is our next ambassadors or affiliates? And, and by having a customer rewards program, it gives you an opportunity to see who your fans are, like your super fans, right? And when they raise their hand as a super fan, it's like, oh, wow, I could introduce that person to our, our referral marketing program. Mm -hmm. You're right on. It's what tees them up for it, gang. So those would be the big three um, that I'd invite you to check out. Um, if, you, if you have not plugged into those or you want to see how they do them, uh, booking a time even to meet with Tammy would be one of the, the a perfect first step. If you're checking out the podcast and you haven't sat down with Tammy and I uh, together, I'd invite you to go to www.naximtour.com and pick a time uh, to meet because we, we see these all the time in our meetings. Tammy and I see um, what it feels like and what it looks like um, for so many different types of companies. And by, by setting up a time to connect together and sharing with us some of the things you've already done, we'll be able to share with you real examples of, of how we've seen these principles make a difference. Absolutely. With that, I'm going to go ahead and pass it back to Gail. Thank you so much for having us on today. Of course. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. I'm sure that our uh, listeners and our and the people watching uh, this on YouTube will be happy to learn all about how to become a relevant direct selling company in 2023. So just to recap, there are three points today. So those are the predictive actions and the data. That's very important. Um, we have doing good and um, having a good customer rewards program. So uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for listening. If, you, if you're watching us, uh, you can also listen to us on Spotify, Anchor.fm, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. Bye, everyone. Take care. Take care.